This is our Everest. Greetings, culture vultures, and welcome to This Is Our Everest, a TV cultural dispatch of enormous importance. Today's episode, Bangers and Mash. further than you have ever been on holiday, is an island. It is covered in trees. And look, there are houses in those trees. That's Chimpton. There we are. Number three, Tree Street. A very desirable detached residence in a much sought after area. Someone is coming out of the door. That's Bangers. He doesn't look much like a sausage, does he? And here's Mash. He doesn't look much like a pile of squashed-up potato either. Now, I don't know why they're called that. Bangers and Mash was a central region cartoon. This is the first episode, and it was released on the 5th of June, 1989. OK. There's only five minutes of it, so, you know, maybe I should talk very slowly. (laughs) I don't know. I I think there's plenty of meat on these bones. Well, first things first... And uh, this is going to take up at least half of this podcast. You have been warned. Uh, Chaz and yeah. Dave. Chaz and Dave. Chaz and Dave. As a theme, as a theme tune, it is absolutely. I mean, I uh, I don't believe you'd ever seen Bangers and Mash before. I watched it at about six o'clock this evening, and yeah. uh, the theme tune is still just going round and round in my head in a loop. More well, than yeah. three I hours first, on. <laughs> I first watched this probably 31 years ago when it first came out, and I was nine years old. And the theme tune has been going around in my head since then. Right, in a so monologue. Got that to look in a monologue. To. Interesting. Yeah. Got some new... Can we, uh, let's, let's just actually, let's delve into it. Let's delve into the, to the theme tune, because I think it's, as lyrics go, lyrically it is as good as anything that Chaz and Dave have done. It's up there with the rest of their canon, which is, you know, not faint praise by any no, means. No, no, it's a, it's Chaz a fine Chaz and Dave canon. have got some fine yep. songs. Uh, and when it comes to a theme tune letting you know everything about the programme you're about to see, yeah. it cannot be faulted. Yeah. Yep. The chimps are imps. There ain't no doubt. I ain't kidding you. Them two keep monkeying about. Now, already that's established that, one, they're always getting up to, you know, japes, and two, they're monkeys. I was hoping that you would just do the entire thing, like Richard III. <laughs> all no. they want to do is have some fun. Yep. That's all they want to do. God's sake, Babylon, trying to keep them down. Yeah. 
they they never meant to do no harm, but you can guarantee they'll upset the apple cart, though accidentally. Mash and bangers, clangers, come about quite frequently. Wallop, 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 wallop. It's bangers and mash. It's like I was there. It's like you were there. In the recording studio with them. Um, I I mean, it's got everything. Yeah. I mean, I, as ever, was not paying full attention during the opening titles and uh, missed the name of the narrator. And I thought it was Dennis Waterman. Um, Because the first first thing I... Jonathan Kidd. Well, yeah. The first thing I thought was, um, yeah, he's not doing his own theme tune. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and and so I was like, well, hang on a minute, and I scrolled back, and uh, I was like, oh, Jonathan Kidd, how about that? Um, bright, bright and breezy narration, I have yeah, to say, I do enjoy his narration. Yeah, he's very, uh, Jonathan Kidd, um, interesting fella, isn't he? He's done over yeah. twelve thousand adverts, promotional videos, etc., um, yeah. and he was also. Um, the presenter, the lead, if you like, in Pipkins for two years. The cre- <laughs> one was. of the one of the creepier of the kids' TV shows. We'll probably return to it at some point. Uh, um, that was my fear. Yeah, Pipkins will probably make an appearance at some point. And oh, uh, he Fucking replaced Christ. he replaced Johnny, who was played by Wayne Larian. Um and he replaced. Uh, the guy whose name I've forgotten, who played the original Inigo Pipkin. Because um, it was called Inigo Pipkin originally. And then he died of a heart attack quite suddenly. He was in his mid-60s. And so they mm. changed its name to Pipkins. And the first episode of the second series with the, with this uh, Wayne Larrier in it, um, they, they went full Sesame Street, Mr. Hooper on it. They addressed the oh. death. And they discussed the fact that he died. That and, must have been uh, pretty intense because having that discussion, but with Hartley hair, with the frankly <laughs> frightening Hartley hair, the most dishevelled, zom- zombified puppet, yeah. of, of the um, century. And so, yeah, Jonathan Kidd had that gig. Did seventy episodes of it over two years. So well, you know, he was he was, I wouldn't say well known, you know. Because the thing is, it would have been a completely different audience for this to the one that he was doing oh, Pipkins yeah, I mean, for it, ten years earlier. I, I I was probably I was a little bit old, frankly. My brother was uh, six at the time and was probably more in its wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. But Bangers and Mash comes. It was written by Paul Groves, who was a comedian, actor, and school teacher. Oh right, okay, and um. He wrote the original books mm. as an aid to help children learn how to read and write, which oh, is right. why okay. Bangers and Mash, it's not particularly, you know, the, 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 the it's very simple situations. Yeah. Very, stri- very straightforward situations. Okay, yeah, with... right. That makes a lot more sense now because um, yeah. one of my you know, my criticism of it okay. was going to be that not a lot happens in five minutes. No, and it's not It's not for uh, people who are... It's It's for people who are as sophisticated as you can be when you're still learning to read. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, I, I was thinking, well, you compare this with an episode of Rhubarb, 
Oh, what they <laughs> pack into five minutes in rhubarb, or yeah. you know Paddington Bear or whatever. Yeah, there much more the, adult that, that oriented stuff used to be, that, Yeah, that stuff used to be quite common. Those little five minute cartoons and five minute sort of programs yeah, for kids. And well, they, you needed something to have before the news. Yeah, and they used to they used to pack quite a lot into those. But this one, I mean, Christ Almighty, would you like to just just give us a brief pl- plot synopsis? It's football in the garden today. Oh dear, grand seems to be part of the goal. In off the post. Oh, great goal, Gran. I don't think Mum's particularly pleased. Go away, you chips. Gran does not want to play with you. I don't think Gran could play with anybody at the moment. Off they go, through the trees. Nothing like a good swing to keep you fit. I mean, it didn't do Tarzan any harm, did it? Uh-uh. Ah, the pond. It's nice and quiet here. But it soon won't be, with bangers and mash on the way. Now that duck's going quack. Well, you wouldn't expect it to go cuckoo, would you? It has a nest in the reeds. Oh, what's that? They're eggs. Six of them. The duck's going to hatch them. Sure as eggs is eggs. OK, well, we are on the island of Chimpton. Yeah, good name. Which is, good name. Which is where bangers and mash live at 3 Tree Street. With yep. their mum and their dad. Yep. Uh, Bangers and Mash are playing football using their grandmother as one of the goalposts. Yep. Uh, the ball hits the grandmother, at which point the the mother tells them to essentially F off and do something less destructive. So they visit the pond where there's a duck who's laid six eggs. Yep. Uh, they watch the duck hatch the eggs. It has obviously met our two heroes before. Ooh, they're getting a right ducking. All's quiet. Now Bangers and Mash can creep back. What's that? One of the eggs is cracking. It's a duckling. More ducklings. Six of them. They're going cheap, cheap. But aren't they dear? Ooh, this is better than one of those nature programmes on the telly. Bangers and Mash run back to the house to tell Gran. The duck takes umbrage, chases them off, and they fall in a muddy puddle. They return home to an empty house. Everyone's gone out, but there are six eggs on the table. Um... The Bangers and Mash then put the eggs on Dad's armchair and uh, I believe, I believe it's Bangers. I think it who is. Who yeah. tries to sit on the eggs yeah. I mean, I don't, to hatch them. I don't think we should worry too much about details as, you know, granular as that. But Gran is not in her chair. Tell Mum then. Not in. But what's that on the kitchen table? Six eggs. Bangers looks at the eggs. Mash looks at the eggs. They pick up the eggs, gently, and take them into the lounge. Now that big chair is Dad's. Oh no. Is this what you expected? (laughs) Bangers is going to sit on the eggs. He wants to hatch them. Mash has his camera ready to film the ducklings. But there are no ducklings, just scrambled eggs. 
One thing I like about but the character design of Bangers and Mash, because obviously they're very similar in appearance. Yeah. Uh, but Bangers it wears a yellow shirt with a red tie. Yeah. Uh, Mash wears a red pullover with a yellow M. So okay. Just a, but uh, Dad and Mum and Gran get home, find there's no eggs. Yeah. And then they follow the uh, trail of egg. Dad corners bangers and mash. Yep. And obviously, uh, you know, beats the shit out of them because <laughs> it's still 1989. Well, the phrase, um, the phrase, getting a right ducking, makes an appearance. <laughs> which it does. Sh- my eyebrows shot up through the ceiling <laughs> at that because like how did that get through? Because well, I mean, a ducking, what dropped in water. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, you know. I mean, the thing is, right, that, I mean, it's, it's kind of important to say this, that the, 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 the voice of the programme is puns. It's 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 quick-fire puns right the way through, isn't it? Yeah, Just but like, as, again, they're very straightforward Yeah, very, very straight, very, very straightforward. They've been designed yeah. for children who are learning how to read. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, Bangers and Mash was sent to bed with no eggs. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's the story. It's not a complicated story. There's not a lot of plot twists. Yeah, there's not no. a lot of. It's not like Seinfeld. You know, lots of different strands don't intersect at the end. <laughs> no, 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 it's no. just a, a couple of chimpanzees pissing about with eggs and getting chased by a duck. And here come Mum, Dad, and Gran. It's time for tea. I left six eggs on the table, said Mum. Bangers and Mash are trying to creep out. But Bangers is leaving a trail, which Dad is eggs examining. Oh, dear. He's found his chair. I think he'll explode. There are bangers and mash. In bed in the daytime? Have they got spots? No. Dad has put them to bed with no eggs for tea. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Hatching is so catching. This is something that's been growing on me, this feeling over the last few years, which is that I'm no longer sympathetic to the kids in these programs i am now entirely <laughs> sympathetic to the parents is it we call this the ferris bueller effect yeah i mean i have um you know i have got two of my own now and if they acted like fucking bangers and mash they would be in all <laughs> sorts of trouble well especially if they sat on all your eggs if they'd sat on all my eggs which I would Theories. not put past them. It's kind, you know, the first time you watch it, you think, "Really? They just sat on some eggs?" And then, and then I, and then I think, "Would Dylan do that?" Um, yeah. I, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I can picture your son trying to hatch some eggs. He's a good-hearted soul. He is, and he would probably he think he was just trying to, you know, get trying the eggs help. out. Yeah, but mm. they are infuriating. Um, I have to say, however. But the punishment itself of putting them to bed at the same time during no the eggs. day 
Mm. It certainly would not work in this house. And no. um, and I especially do... not when the uh, ducklings from earlier yeah. all start flying in through their window. Well, yeah, absolute recipe for carnage. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Um, yeah, you know, we we have to stagger bedtimes here. I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old, and the three-year-old goes to bed at seven o'clock, and the five-year-old goes to bed at half past seven. And the reason for that is a very straightforward one, which is that my younger boy, he will go to sleep very quickly, but he will only go to sleep very quickly if there is no one there to distract him. And if you try putting them to bed at the same time, all that happens is that they end up winding each other up, keeping each other awake. And before you know it, it's two hours later and they're still going for it. And there's no way of stopping it. Mm-hmm. It, stops, it stops when they want to stop. So whilst um, I did write down here lots of time for punishing them... <laughs> <laughs> um, you do get the you do get the very distinct impression that dad is pretty angry. Yeah. And that that in between them being in bed with no eggs and yeah. them being cornered in the room by dad with covered in eggs. Yeah. That uh, uh, a good a good braying yeah, as they a, might a say, damn good, has taken place. And a, a can of whoopass was opened upon them. <laughs> a damn good thrashing. Yeah, well I mean it's, you know, I mean I'm I don't practice any form of corporal punishment myself. Well, I should and, say uh, that, and I disagree know, and I and I do disagree with it very profoundly. Yeah. I saw a woman smack her kid the other day. I was quite taken aback by it. I haven't seen that happen for years. Yeah. And uh but it is legal still. It's legal. Um as long as well, it's, there's yeah. a phrase they've got for it, reasonable and proportionate or something. Um yeah. so you know, beating your children is still legal. Uh, so do it today. Yeah. As, uh, well, no. I <laughs> but, mean, you um, know, uh, if you're all if you're all uh, uh, adhering to as as I would advise, you should uh, the government's latest lockdown measures. You, you know, you won't even have to get seen doing it. Beat your children to a pulp. It's belting. Well, I don't. Hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> or not? You don't have to. At the same well, time, don't, it's not don't have to. But no, no, I just I only just, if they're little pricks. You know, my, oh, <laughs> my enjoyment of it was slightly tempered by the fact that I was sitting there thinking that's that punishment is never going to work. The reason yeah. those two kids are still awake is because he's put them to bed at the same time. They've just been arsing around with each other all afternoon. Does he not realise that they're just going to carry on arsing around together only in bed and particularly? That's true during daylight hours I mean winter is fantastic now because I could (laughs) theoretically they can't tell the time so theoretically I could put them to bed any time after about up past four in the afternoon I couldn't do that during the summer no you know, it Very was like difficult. nine o'clock, up past nine some nights. Yeah, because Pl- they plenty just... of visual cues to suggest that it might possibly still be daytime. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, all you have to do is just open the curtain and go, "Look, it's the night time. It's time to go to bed." The night and time is you... the right time. Yeah, and that's all you have to do, and it's true in a in a sense. Um, but yeah. you can't pull that shit during the summer. 
And so it is much more difficult to get them to go to bed and to go to sleep during the summer than it is during the winter. In, yeah, I get the, the feeling that... In that my Chimpton, experience, your, your mileage may vary. I think that Chimpton might be sort of an equatorial community where you get a lot of daylight. That's oh, yeah, fear. that's that's true. I mean, where is it like? It seems to like be? it's quite tropical. Because it's an island, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe and it's Madagascar. Just... just Judging like by that. some of the the foliage, look, it looks very um, jungle-like. You know, yeah, jungle-like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's probably near the equator. Yeah, but and I think that getting much sleep is going it's going to be difficult in those conditions anyway, because it's also going to be hot and it's going to be humid. But then, having said that, they're fucking chimpanzees and it's their natural habitat, so it shouldn't be an issue for them. No. What did you make of the uh, general look of the program, the animation, and so forth? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Mediocre. Medi- Mediocre. The backgrounds were nice. The backgrounds oh, were well, nice. I mean, done. all the pictures are drawn by Ed McLaughlin, who is a very famous print cartoonist. Okay. I mean, if you if you've in the last forty years read. Um, Punch, Private Eye, The Oldie, Spectator, New Statesman, and indeed Playboy. Oh, Lord. You've probably seen one of his cartoons. I've got a book of his cartoons. Um, It's either in the other room or it's at the big yellow storage unit that I call my dad's house. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, But, yeah. One of my my absolute favourites. He's a fantastic, fantastic cartoonist. And I think... He obviously he illustrated the original books, yeah. And I'm not sure how much extra stuff he had to do, but it, he is credited in the cartoon as having, you know, done the storyboards and animation. Yeah, I mean the backgrounds. But you get the feeling that probably yeah. Not. <laughs> no, the backgrounds are very nice. The actual animation itself and the actual um... it's quite simplified and strict. Yeah, I, I mean, I I wasn't particularly happy with the actual shape of bangers and mash themselves. <laughs> I couldn't, you know, are they baby gorillas? Are they? It's only the constant reference to chimp um, this and chimp that, which is well, like... they're, they're chimp. These chimps are imps. There yeah, no, no they're, they're chimps because it's mentioned. I ain't kidding you. Don't them two keep monkey in a bag? Yeah, I mean, they live in chimp. You know. They live in Chimpton. They do but, have a chip, very chimpy faces. Yeah, but if they're babies and the size, the kind of proportions of them as well, uh, yeah. I was kind of watching it and thinking, are they, are they? They are chimpanzees, aren't they? They're not gorillas or you know something. Well, else. I don't know. It's because in most of their acquaintances mm-hmm. on Chimpton are chimpanzees. Yeah, yeah. There are two other characters who don't appear in this episode who are not chimpanzees. Uh, Mick, Mick, who is Mick, who is the dog of Bangers and Mash? Oh right, okay. Um, That's uh, a strange I, I, name for them to give a dog, <laughs> isn't it? What are you call this I dog, Mick? Yeah. What are you called, Bangers? What's he called, Mash? Yeah. Well, What's the dog called, Mick? Mick. Well, why not call yeah. it? I don't know. Gravy. There you go. Um, and I I can't vouch for the size of Mick because I haven't seen an episode with Mick in it recently yeah. enough to remember but you will uh, do you will do the other oh, i'm sure i'll get around to it. the other the other character the other key character who's not a chimp is mrs snitchnose the uh, witch okay who is a rat who lives in a uh hang on a minute how come there's a witch well i am um, <laughs> 
Because there is. Mrs. Snitch Nose the Witch. Mm, snitch Nose gets Stitch Nose. She's the uh, she's a, a witch, she's a rat, and she lives in a converted drain pipe. And she's a rat. Yeah. And, I mean, she's smaller than Bangers and Mash, certainly, but not so much smaller than Bangers and Mash that you suspect that they're probably gorillas. So it's difficult to tell. But the even if they're even if she's a baby even a minute, even if they're like, you know, young chimps, they're yeah. still gonna be bigger than the biggest rat there is. Even one that's a witch. Yeah. Because it's still yeah. a rat. You I know, a human the... being or you know, a human being <laughs> who is a witch doesn't stop being a human being because they're a witch. They're a human being who is a witch. It's the same with you know, it'd be the same if it's a rat. I think one one of the ongoing themes in these um, six episodes so far... To be honest with you, is, what they want to do is just call rent a kill Get it over and done with. Yeah, You are, I think, held back in your appreciation of some t- television. I'm not going to say old television, because it's probably the case with brand new television as well. By your relentless determination to live in the real world uh it doesn't know that doesn't apply with kids programs because they're kids programs you know you've got to bear in mind that i have cbb's on in this house from yeah. half past seven in the morning till seven at night you know it's just usually on it's just usually on in the background in some room or other all day and i love it i love it there's okay. there are hardly any programs left on cbb's that i haven't seen or that I won't quite happily sit down and watch. I mean, you know my opinion on Hey Dougie. And um Oh, I mean Hey Dougie, if you know. if only if only Hey Dougie had been made before our t- cut-off point. Yeah. We would be all oh, over that. Oh, we'd be that. all over that, you know. But um great uh, show. Yeah, but I love it. And I, and and that love has um really kind of spread to a lot of their other programs as well now. You know. And uh, and they're so well made, they're so well done. So I don't. It's not a suspension of disbelief. There's a fucking chimpanzee wearing a fucking tie and a jumper, you know, <laughs> in a town, fully functioning town, which, yeah. if it has drain pipes, has a sewage system. Um, well, I don't and... know if the drain pipe is attached to anything else. I think it's sort of a, a detached, converted drain pipe. Right. Okay. Look, we're not coming back to this. With Mrs. Snitchnose, we're not what we're not doing another episode on no, another well, episode. Of, no, no, no. I of mean, one of the on thing, bangers one, of, one of my feelings, one of my feelings about this entire project is that we should, wherever possible, avoid doing the same program twice. So, I mean, this is our bangers and mash episode. If you mm. want to watch one of the other twenty-four episodes of Bangers and Mash, they're all on YouTube. Yeah, and I guarantee you're going to have a good time because you know. Well, you All didn't I guarantee do it. You, did you? Did you make that guarantee to me? Can I retrofit it? I don't know if I'm because if I can, that then I'm suing you. you. <laughs> what, what I basically what, say. My question. My question to you is: What do you reckon your children would make of Bangers and Mash? Ah, well, I did think about that, and I did think, oh, maybe I should sit them down and have them watch it. But it was like they were actually in the middle of doing something, so I couldn't really. I didn't really want to distract them. They're trying to hatch some um, eggs. I think they're probably a bit young for it. Certainly, Dorian is a bit young for it. You know, he yeah, still watches. I think he still watches fucking Paw Patrol. You know, that's his favourite. 
Um, yeah, but I think uh, you know your elder son, who's you know just starting school and 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 so forth. It's probably somewhere around his wheelhouse. Yeah, I could, I could see him if it was on. I could see him being interested in it, uh, but whether it's the sort of thing that he would actually search out. Uh, I don't know. You know, we, I can we, definitely we've... see him going to uh, going to school on World Book Day next year, dressed as Mrs. Snitch Nose, the witch. Um, he does like to dress as witches. He dressed as a witch one Halloween. He's already done well, that. You know, Mrs. Snitch Nose, um, best witch. Yeah. So, ba- um, bangers and mash. I don't know. I don't know. It, see, that's the thing. I've tried them with things on YouTube before. You know. They've both done Trumpton, Chigley, and Camberwick Green. Um, yeah. They've both, but which are all shit, yeah, let's face it. They've both done Bagpuss. Um, okay. But they, also, it rather impenetrable. Yeah. I think one of the things that I would say is that, and, and, and this might kind of sound ridiculous to, to us, but it really isn't, is that the quality of the picture does make an enormous difference. And if yeah. it's a kind of slightly pixely old VHS rip of a 1980s programme. Dylan will just look at it and think, oh, that's that old shit that Daddy watches. And he won't be able to get engaged. I've not done a study into whether they're more attracted to, you know, HD or 4K viewing. But, um... (laughs) But I, I have noticed in the past that when I've tried to put on other stuff for them, stuff that I thought they would like as well, you know, some of the wacky races didn't work because all I could find <sighs> was a internet copy. Well, of... quite frankly, pe- people who don't enjoy wacky races because it's not high enough resolution can just... They just, you know, like I say... They're unreasonable people. Yeah, well, like I say, it's just like all older stuff. Fuck they so. They tend to kind of sh- shy away from. Well, I'm furious now. Less, less interested in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's the way of the world, isn't it? It's the way the world's going. But for all that, for all that, that that. theme tune is an absolute blast. Oh, it's one one of the top theme tunes of all time. I think it's fair to say that the theme tune is is our both of our highlights. It um, is, yeah. My favourite bit of the theme tune is the line "Mash and Bangers Clangers" because they've they've it's so simple but so brilliant. Mm. Because like what they've done there, you see, because it's called bangers and no, I won't explain it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, Jesus, um, so, I, I well, wouldn't say that I'd, uh, I didn't. I didn't have a favourite bit. It's all. You know, I feel largely um, uh, filled with admiration and favour for this program. Yeah, so right. I'm, fair I'm enough. not going to be haunted by any of it. I'm, I be, I'm haunted by the theme. Tune yeah, I, don't, in that I, I was, can't get it out of my fucking mind. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, years. I mean, I was going to say that. Yeah, I'm, that's that's the thing that's going to haunt me. Well, um, you, you don't know the half of it yet, mate. Yeah, I'll tell you that. And uh, the thing that I didn't like was, like I say, the punishment was just, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't going to work. It's a crappy punishment. You, you can't just put kids to bed at three or four in the afternoon and expect them yeah. to sleep right the way through to the Without next morning. Without any eggs, not even. They didn't no. even get any eggs. I mean, the best case scenario. For uh, Bangers and Mash's dad, the best case scenario 
is that they'll be up at three or four in the morning waking yeah. him up. The worst yeah. case scenario is that they will fuck around in bed till way past their bedtime. Um, they'll get themselves overtired and really, really angry. Um, <laughs> completely unreasonable. <laughs> and then the next morning, they'll feel like shit. <laughs> oh, I love the way that this is developed into a parenting podcast. It always happens. Well, the, the next day, I mean, I'm I'm now at the point where I can use it as a as a threat with them. You know, it's like, look, if you guys don't go to sleep now, you're going to be in a horrible mood all day tomorrow because you always are when you don't get enough sleep. Mm. And that does actually seem to kind of cut through. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's very. Um broad-minded of them yeah but like i say you know i did i it wasn't obviously targeted at me you know that would be (laughs) that would be insane but i can take pleasure from those sorts of programs because i've got these kids of my own now and i've watched them so much and i mean but honestly i would say it's only five minutes just watch it you know yeah, um, can't do you any harm. And yeah, it, yeah. If you don't enjoy the program, you're still going to be singing a theme tune thirty years later. Yeah, that's that's my very, very, very big concern. Um, I don't quite know what to make of Bangers and Mash. Uh, I was a little bit disappointed, if I'm honest, because it had a very raucous theme tune, which I thoroughly enjoyed, <laughs> and you had hyped it a bit to me. You were like, you know, oh, uh, you know. I like it. I like, on, yeah. I like, I like nice, simple stories. Yeah, you get. Because I am myself a bit simple. You get on with this and just watch this and all the rest of it, building it all up, and then at the end, I just found the story too simplistic. Hmm. Again, you know, Dougie is for the same age group, and the storylines are brilliant, and they fit, and they fit hmm. that into like seven minutes. So, you know, this is what what they went and looked at a duck and then they went back to the house duck. and he sat on some eggs and then they got sent to bed. There yeah. you go. That took me, what, seven, eight seconds? Um, yeah, but... Um, but the thing is, no, but that's, the, that's <laughs> the skill with kids' TV is that you have to maintain their attention. Yeah. So it was underwhelming to me and I know that I'm being unfair um, all I know... they want to do is have some fun well yeah that's the thing isn't it at the end of the day I'm just glad that you've given it enough thought that's the thing I like well I'm taking you, this considered it at least I'm taking this very seriously do you know what I mean it's important to well me. yeah absolutely <laughs> but anyway. Uh, anyway next week on next this t- well, folly. you say next week, Sorry, tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's the second time I've done that now, isn't it? Tomorrow. Yeah. Well, because it's because only a complete idiot would do one of these yeah. every day yeah. for a month. Yeah, still less two of them. <laughs> We're recording these two at a go, by the way. So we've got. Not s- to let light in yeah. on magic. So we've got something in the bank. And so this is actually, because I did a. I, I actually recorded a 200% podcast yesterday. So actually, this is the fifth podcast I've recorded in 
two days. Good uh, so, you know. But we will be back tomorrow. Maybe. Yep. And tomorrow, We've... it's Oh Happy Band, which is a yeah. BBC sitcom, Galton and Simpson. It's uh, not Galton and Simpson, sorry, it's uh, uh, Lloyd and Lloyd Croft. and Croft, sorry. Because it said you have been watching, isn't it? At the end of it. Yes. Yeah, sorry, I'm just getting my names mixed up. This is what happens when you recall five podcasts in two days, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I've also, you know, cared for my kids and done my day job in that period of time. So we'll be back tomorrow with Oh Happy Band. Uh, there'll yeah. be a link in the uh, in the piece on uh, Acast and on the website, and I will tweet it out as well. So if you want to join us for whatever the hell that turns out to be, I'm not especially optimistic. Uh, we'd I be bet to... it's not got a Chaz and Dave thing to no, it. No, 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 it doesn't, does it? If you if you can tolerate it, we'll be back to chew over the bones of that tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow morning, rather. So, uh, God, I'm going to write mess of this outro, aren't I? Never mind. <laughs> um, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>